Year after year, one of the most consistent items on my do something list is to have fun with fashion. Exploring my personal style has added more joy to my everyday life and helped me feel more like myself on the regular. However, I have found that there are some brands I would love to explore more, but they are out of my typical price range. Or there's the it item that I would love to try out, but without the commitment of keeping it. Enter Armoire. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, you can build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out for more new to you styles. I just did my quiz and have selected a few dresses for the summer from Bowdoin, one of my favorite brands that I can't typically afford. And I also got a double-breasted black blazer from a new-to-me designer, a classic item that I have been on the hunt for but too scared to commit to until I know it's the one. For you expecting mamas, for those who are working or those who are style-obsessed, who want to switch out your wardrobe with quality pieces without the designer prices, check out this woman-owned company that has your style and your sustainability in mind. Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash progress. That's armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash progress to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, I'm Monica Packer, and this is About Progress, where we are about progress made practical. Did you know that I used to be a dancer? Well, dance, mostly ballet, was a huge part of my life until I was 18 years old. Dancing made me feel strong, it helped me learn how to work really hard and express myself in the most magically creative way. It also gave me an outlet and a passion, until it didn't. Eventually, being in front of my studio's mirrors day after day filled me with dread and despair. What changed and what changed so dramatically? I can sum it up in one word. Comparison. I found it too easy to compare my lackluster toes, technique, body shape, turnout, and the height of my arabesque to everyone else around me. But the most frustrating part was that even though I knew I was working as hard as I could, so hard that my legs shook with every combination, it seemed like other girls were making far greater progress than me and they made it look easy. I wish those feelings of comparison were just the things of teenage angst, 
But much to my chagrin and maybe yours too, I have found those similar frustrations creep up in so many areas of my life as an adult. Areas of my life that matter to me, that I'm working hard at, and yet my own pace seems to be so much slower than others working towards the same thing. If you find yourself wondering why you've always been behind in parenting, exercise, career, marriage, hobbies, or any other ambition, today I want you to listen to this truth. Nobody is an overnight success. Now, I know you've heard me say that before, so I need to add another very important truth. You can own that overnight success is a myth, but also understand that progress can still feel painfully slow. Both things can be true. I am personally so grateful to be sharing an interview with you that I did with Crystal Lee Beck of The Mama Ladder. She's been a repeat guest on the show, and she will share so many helpful tips and relatable stories on how to push against those internal comparison thoughts and instead take on the courage to own both your own path and your own pace. Crystal Lee Beck is a wife, mom of four cute messmakers, an award-winning speaker, and the founder of Comma Copywriters. After leaving the corporate ladder world, she created her own ladder in 2016, determined to be there for her kids. Her business has won so many awards, and Crystal Lee is passionate about supporting mom business owners through the Mama Ladder, another business she has, and co-hosts the Five Hive Grant for Moms. She gets her best ideas while hiking mountain trails. Me too, Crystal Let's get on to the interview after this quick break. Isn't it the best when a simple piece of advice can change so much? You know this podcast is all about progress made practical, and guess what? We are celebrating our seventh anniversary coming up in November. To honor both this anniversary and the do something focus this podcast has inspired, we want you to host your own tricks and treats night. I shared a short episode on this, go back to episode 524, but here's a nutshell on how this works. You invite a few friends to your home for some treats, and while you eat them, have each guest share a simple trick that has made a big difference in their life, from parenting to marriage, from personal development to cleaning. It's all about doable, practical ways we found ourselves making more progress. To make this gathering easier for you, you can get a ready for you, but still customizable invitation, an email and text template that you can send to your friends, and even an outline to follow the night of. You can find those free resources at aboutprogress.com slash tricks and treats. You can host this gathering anytime, but to get in on the collective fun, we suggest hosting sometime in October, hence the fun name. And when you do, don't forget to contact me through email or Instagram to share about your favorite tricks from the night. I'm so glad to be celebrating this anniversary in a unique way, community-wide. Again, for all the support you need to host a Tricks and Treats gathering, go to aboutprogress.com slash tricksandtreats. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care, and we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. 
That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Welcome to About Progress, Crystal Lee. Thank you for having me, my friend. It's good to have you back. We're going to be talking a little bit about comparison, but in a different way, because it is such a big need in my community. Women struggle immensely with comparison. I think a lot of times it comes up with appearance, but today we're talking more about progress and growth, like anything that you're trying to grow in and do better at and maybe even achieve something in, it can be really debilitating when all you do is see other people going at the same thing, but at a much faster clip. And that's what gets me the most discouraged is if I am trying just as hard, I feel at something, whether it's trying to work on some behavior, uh, things that my kids are facing or my own business. And you see other people, it feels like take off like a rocket while you're sitting back there and just pedaling on a tricycle. Uh, So how does that come into play for you comparing, comparing your progress with someone else's? Well, someone that I really look up to who I see her to be on a rocket ship and I'm on, I'm on the tricycle with her is Sydney Tetrow here in Utah. I would say she's like the number one woman in business and she's just doing these huge things. She raised over a hundred million dollars. And I mean, just astronomical what she's doing. But I, I have decided very consciously, Sydney has her own experiences and skill sets and also her own hurdles and challenges that I don't have. And I don't need to be her. She doesn't need to be me. I get to be myself and, and have my own path that may feel very, very small compared to Sydney Tetro. And I love her. If she ever hears this, I, I absolutely adore her. And I, I've learned so much from her, but I never can be her. I can't. We're not the same people and we're not working with the same sets of resources. I don't think that it serves any of anyone when we feel like we have to keep up with someone else's pace. They don't even know that we're doing that, first of all. But it it just it makes us feel bad about ourselves when we do that. Yeah, it's like a, it's a lose lose. Yes. <laughs> yes. That helps anyone. As I'm listening to you talk, I'm like, wow, look at her. Like you're modeling such amazing self-talk. So before we dig into a little bit more tips on this and, you know, what you want women to learn from you today is how did you evolve to this place where you can do what you just did? You know, kind of talk it out and give yourself compassion and grace and the other person too. Well, it's been an evolution over the years of me focusing on my, my own passions and interests and telling myself there is room for me to succeed and there's room for everyone else around me and everyone else can can climb as high as they want they can go far past me and that's great for them but i'm going the pace that works for me so when you ask how did i come to a place that i can self coach myself i would say that it really came from a place where i was really hurting when I had been laid off from my job. My husband didn't have a job. And we were kind of in a rock bottom in our marriage, in our finances. And it was a time when I did compare myself to other people, like my peers own their own home or my peers, the husband has a great job. Why can't my husband? And and, and I was not happy. I was miserable. He was miserable. And, and the way that I climbed out of that kind of self-pity and um, ang- I was angry for about a year. Mm. The anger was 
deciding to make the choice of what what do I want in my life and and almost blocking off mentally what anyone else does that is their business but what I choose to create for myself even in between my own ears in my own head I just realized how much power I had even if we didn't have a lot of money in the bank, even if I felt really insecure financially, and even I was like, did I choose the right person to marry? Like, I, it was a very hard time, but I realized that I had the power to choose going forward what I wanted my life to feel like and to look like. And even if it would take us more time to get to a place of financial security than our friends or in-laws or whatever, it didn't. It, it didn't matter because we were on our own path at our own pace in our mm. our marriage and with ourselves. And it was such a lightning bolt of a realization for me that life is not a race. It, mm. It's not a race with anyone else except for yourself. And you get to go at your own pace. Oh, okay. That's hitting me. That's hitting me, especially in the ways I already can you know, I can still see myself just slipping into that comparison. And like we talked about earlier, that lose-lose kind of icky feeling. I feel bad about me. I feel bad about them. I feel angry or judgmental or critical or self-pitying. Um, and the biggest thing I can target from what you said is that just the beauty of taking ownership of your path and your pace. So tell us what that has looked like for you, because I know that a big intersection for you is motherhood and entrepreneurship. And that's a big part of probably how you've been able to practice this. When I was laid off, I was pregnant, but pretty soon I had my second baby and I was home with these two little precious people, ages one and a half and brand new baby. They could care less about comparing to anyone else. And I, I had this beautiful couple of years with them where they were the people I spent most of my time with. My children taught me in their earliest years that it doesn't matter what anyone else is doing in their lives. It matters what I choose to do with my own time and energy. And because kids don't care about that. I mean, they might get jealous that someone has a toy or something, but but really small children from the ages of zero to three, they're pretty content. I mean, you give them a leaf or a rock or a, a stick and they're they're pretty content with whatever is in front of them. They're not worrying about what other people are doing or what other people have. It doesn't even cross their mind. And somehow over time, we get programmed to try to impress other adults. And I, I just realized how silly that was that we spend so much of our waking hours with these wealth artifacts or design artifacts to try to look good for other adults. And it, it doesn't really matter if it's not what we want for ourselves. You asked, like, how did you get to that realization that you could go at your own pace? This was one of those moments. And I, I just remembered it. And it was pretty, is yeah, it was a big moment for me. Tell me about it. Okay, so I went to the very first um, conference for the Silicon Slopes Tech Conference here in Utah. And at the time, 
it was a sea of black suits. I wore this bright green dress and there were hardly any women there. I'd say it was like 5% women. And at this point, it's almost 50-50, which is awesome. But I went I went there and, and I saw it to be so much of like an ego, like men kind of pounding their chest, like, I've got a billion dollar business, minus $5 billion. And, and I met one of those men, Joshua James, who founded Domo. And, and I remember him saying he liked my green dress. And and I, I just had this very strong thought in my head, hearing some of these men talk, that I could go at my own pace. I had just barely started my business and I was there to try to find new clients. And I had no idea what I was doing. It felt very intimidating. And for all of them to have their, you know, 100 million, billion dollar, all these huge numbers. And I was just had my little, my little starting seed of a company. And I just realized I can go at my own pace. I don't need to keep up with those bros. I don't need to keep up with anyone else. I can go at my own pace. And my green dress, dang it. <laughs> How can we get better at not just owning our path, but also our own pace? Uh, because that, I think, is even harder than taking your own path. But what can women do who are ready to do both? So first of all, looking at your resources, looking at your time and your energy, this could include looking at money. It could include looking at what do you own in your home? So why don't we, why don't we stay your own pace with, with progress on a project that you want to do at home? We're just going to pick something here. And I'm sitting here with the, oh, a wall that's not completed. That's supposed to be this beautiful wall. It's taking me forever. It's taking me like months to get my office set up the way that I want it to go. And some people are really good at that. They can bust it out in a weekend. I'm not one of those people. It takes me a long time to make these kind of decisions. A few specifics, like we can decide what we want. So I decided that I want this gallery wall on my office wall. Decide what we want. We can create a timeline for ourselves, which for me, I'm okay if this isn't done until like September, because I'm doing the best that I can with the resources of time and energy that I have right now with, yeah. we're wrapping up summer and with my kids out of school. And so I'm basically giving myself a pass that the time for this doesn't have to be today or this weekend. I'm trying to be realistic with my resources and energy. So we decided we want timeline slash resource assessment, and then break it down into baby steps. And you're so good at this, Monica, of helping people with their habits and breaking it down, but breaking it down so that we don't have to beat ourselves up or feel bad about not not making the progress that maybe someone else would, but just thinking through for where I'm at right now and what I can give to the specific project. This is what I can offer. And that's enough. I think that first step where you started looking at your resources, time, energy, and money, I think all of us skip over that. That's why we compare ourselves because we think we're on the same path. We want the same thing. And yet they're so much farther ahead of me. When If you look at the resources, there's going to be a difference somewhere, whether it's they have more time or they have more energy, even just naturally. Sometimes that's all you have to chalk it up to is they just have more energy than I do or they have more money, more resources that way. And just even starting there, I think, can give you that that room to be okay with your own pace compared to someone else. Yes. And we never can fully understand what someone else's resource allocation looks like. So, I mean, ex example for myself, 
my husband got in an accident this summer and he broke both of his elbows. And oh, all this like, for a week and a half, I was like a full-time nurse for him. I mean, he mm. couldn't eat, he couldn't touch his own face. I brushed his teeth. I mean, he couldn't do anything. And no. I, I only, I'm not saying that for pity for me because we worked through it. Then there's much more serious things in life. But, but I, it was a reminder to me, you'd never know what someone is going through or what, what their hurdles might be in their life. And we all have different hurdles at different times. And so that week, any any extras, I didn't water. I mean, our grass went yellow. I didn't pull any weeds in the flowers. I mean, I basically dropped everything else to go to the the most important use of my time. And and we all have to do that as as progressors and women. We we have to think through what what is the highest and best use of my time today and right now? Who needs me the most? And and that is perfectly acceptable. So here's kind of the tricky part to that, I think. As you're honoring your resources and where you're at in your season, how do we also not stay stuck in them? Like, how do we make it so that it's not just like a free pass to not try or to, although there's times and seasons, like a time to say not now, but later, but how can we not stay there in perpetuity forever and ever? Ooh, so the first thing that I think of is I like to walk women through this exercise of your ideal week on repeat. And I literally print off a blank week that's Sunday through Saturday. And I do this three or four times a year as the seasons change. So with my kids starting back at school, I'll do a new one where I look at in this season or this phase or semester, what is the ideal week on repeat for me? That doesn't mean that every week will be ideal. It basically for me means I have placeholders for my most important relationships or projects. And so like Saturday night, protecting date night, for me, it's just having a placeholder so that I have a framework to help me maintain what, what I feel like is ideal for me. And it changes from season to season. We call this the process of small wins building over time. So you're still able to give yourself those small wins. Like I might not be able to have six hours a day to study towards a master's program I'd love to do in a couple of years. But right now I can read or listen to this podcast on the same field that I would love to get into one day. And I can do that on this day of the week, that kind of thing. Yes, yes. And and for me, I usually like to make sure I fit in my movement or exercise time because otherwise it just gets swallowed up in the day if I don't protect time for it. I have this section in my backyard that I can see as this future like secret garden kind of thing. I just can see it in my head, but it's going to be so much work to get it there. It probably like two or three years, honestly. Yeah. But I just barely today realized that if I were to do 20 ish minutes a day of like my kind of garden time weed time and and it doesn't have to be perfect some days I'll miss but if I try to give myself that little bit of time to build towards it over the course of time it'll add up to a lot and and I can have this beautiful kind of oasis secret garden two years from now it's going to take time to get there but well you know I can relate to that in, in big ways too <laughs> so what I'm thinking of, Crystally, it'd be great to have an example of a woman in your community or maybe a few who have worked to 
honor their own pace and kind of the results of that, both emotionally, mentally, and literally too. You know, I, I think one of the things we can think of is if I honor my own pace and I won't be making any, and I think the reverse is true, honoring your own pace and leading into whatever that pace may be will help you make more progress over time than you would have if you just waited. Much more after the break. School may have started, but what do you do if you realize that your kid and your school aren't a good match? We all want our children to be set up for success, especially by getting an education in ways that are right for them and their needs. If this is you, I want you to check out K-12 Powered Schools. K-12 Powered Schools are tuition-free, online accredited public schools for kindergarten through 12th grade. This is not your typical homeschooling where parents are responsible for teaching their kids. K-12 Powered Schools have state-certified teachers trained in online education with an online portal that gives parents daily insights into curriculum and performance. And K-12's hands-on innovative technology makes learning interactive and engaging, helping your child gain skills, experience, and certifications all before graduating high school while giving you the support you need to get them there. K-12 powered schools have online education options for every type of student, and it could be perfect for your child too. And there's still time to get started this school year. Help your child gain the skills they need to thrive in the future with K-12. There's still time to get started for the fall. Go to k12.com progress today to learn more and find a tuition-free K-12 powered school near you. That's the letter K, the number 12.com progress. k12.com progress. First of all, I'm thinking of my dear friend, Lynette Evans, who I co-founded the Mama Water with, and she is in the nursing field and really interested in the human body. And she wanted to learn more about bodybuilding. And I've been really proud of her that she's um, been learning and making this progress day by day and how she eats and, and exercises. But what I was proud of is that when she got injured recently, that she allowed herself to truly step back to take the time to heal and didn't keep mm-hmm. pushing to meet her goal, she realized that the bigger picture here was health and not rushing for checking off some goal or list. It, it she, she had the bigger picture in mind. So I, I thought that was great. That one really is huge. I'm just going to give her my little silent applause over here because it is hard to rest when that's yeah. the pace you needed to be because the bigger picture that's going to help you in the longer run is resting. I, I feel like you had another one for us. And then another is my dear friend, Wendy Law, who lives in England, and I met her in college, and she has these amazing dreams and goals for herself. And one of them was that she wanted to go to Oxford for a master's degree. And she told me about this years ago, and and it was a very long process to figure out the steps of, of how to even be expats in England. And, and she just graduated with her Oxford degree at, this past year and it, but it was the course of like five to six years before she could pull that off with her family and I'm just really proud of her for for having a big goal and realizing that it would take time and maybe more time than she wanted it to but to be able to build towards it little by little so I'm going to kind of 
uh, peel back the curtain here and share that this podcast is part of my big picture, but still go at your own pace goal. And from day one, I've been wanting to really contribute to my family financially. I want this to be a full-time job at a full-time salary. I'm not there. And I've been doing this for seven years, which is equal parts like exciting to me and can sometimes feel a little bit depressing when you're like, oh, I've been doing this for seven years and I've I'm still only at this point in the road, but at the same time, like where would I have been if I had waited until I had all this time that still hasn't poof arrived yet, but it's still part of that bigger picture of what I wanted in my life and my, and my limitations I had and the resources I had and still holding on to those baby steps. The reason I'm bringing that in to this conversation is because that's what you do. You love motherhood and you love entrepreneurship. You have your own business that has been very successful, comma, copywriters. But the other thing that you've done for so long too is mentor other moms who are similar to me. They have a big goal and a big vision, and they also have, you know, different resources than maybe others have and maybe some bigger limitations. What can we say to these women who are in that place and that relate to this bigger conversation of being able to go at your own pace? The first thing that comes to mind for me, and I say this almost every day, this phrase of what is the highest and best use of, and this could be, you can fill in the blank. It could be of your time, of your energy, of your work time specifically. And this is something I'm constantly evaluating for myself, my own role in my business in seven years. I've handed off a lot of hats and I, I, I've literally changed my, my own day to day role of what I do in my business several times. So I have to evaluate for myself, what is the highest and best use of my time today? And I call it the daily triage. It can be, um, (laughs) it's a big question to ask and it can, it can be really hard to know. So asking yourself that question for anything that you're trying to progress towards, what is the highest and best use of my, my time for this project? What can, we can get the biggest bang for your buck, basically. So if you only have an hour to give to work on a project, what would be the highest and best use of your time to get towards that? And in your case, like with, with a business in particular, any women that I've coached in the past, I encourage them to focus on revenue generating activities for the highest and best use of their time. And so for me, that was doing sales for a lot of years and and actually getting contracts signed because that that's when we get paid is when we have a contract signed with a client. And, um, but that can be applied to really anything in life. What's the highest and best use of your time or energy for this specific task or project? I love how that question can be applied both at the macro level and the micro level, you know, even in the moment and day to day, but also in a bigger picture of a season, like you do seasonally with your ideal week on repeat. It's the same thing. That's fantastic. All right, Crystal Lee, I want to make sure that we also talk about your high five grant. And it's so fun to me that this is back again. I, I know that you took a break for a little bit, but let's talk about what it is and what you want women to know about it who might be in the same boat as you and I, motherhood and entrepreneurs at the same time. 
Yes, and thank you. I do want to very briefly just say we did take a break, and that was me needing to go at my own pace during COVID and with a miscarriage and in my own life, like I, like something has to go and this has to be it for right now, which was hard for me, but sometimes we have to do that. But the High Five Grant for Moms is back and it is a grant specifically for women who are mothers and business owners and have big goals and vision for where they're taking their business. And I worked really hard to line up some great sponsors this year to, to have money to give away and I'm really grateful for them. So thank you to Lowe's, and to Albion Fit and Walker Edison, Clean Simple Eats, Not Your Father's Lawyer, and Robinson Burnett. It's a women-owned tax firm. All of them believe Amazing. in mom business owners. And yeah. um, so we're we're giving grants from $1,000 up to $10,000 this year. And applications oh. are, yeah, it's so exciting. And so we, we have eight different grants to give. Where the very first time it was one $5,000 ah. grant. Yes. And that was really hard for me to find the money for that at, at that time. It was really hard. And so it's so exciting that now this is more than four times as much grant money to give. And I have big visions. I mean, I'm going to be brave, Monica. I'm just going to say it. Sad. I'd love to give a million dollars a year someday in the high five grant. And that terrifies me because I'm like, I don't know how to do that. But eventually I'd love to get to that point. But we have to start where we are and go at our own pace. And at this point, I've progressed from in 2018, it was $5,000. This year, it's $22,500 that we're giving to mom business owners. And all of that information is at high five, spell out the word five, F-I-V-E, highfivegrant.com. So back in 2018, the first year you did this, I applied. Obviously, I didn't get it. But the reason I'm bringing it up is because it was such an, a confidence boosting thing for me to even apply because you had so many great questions as part of the application that made me really think about why am I here and why does this work matter and where do I want it to go? And it helped me clarify a lot of things that I needed and having that clarity gave me the confidence I needed to keep going with my vision, whether or not I got the grant. And I guess that's carried me on now. How many years since? Five? I was like, what's the math there? But but yeah, I, I hope all women who are interested, no matter where they are in their business, they apply. And I'm beaming here for you, Monica, because that is the goal. It's it's like giving a high sign to women and mothers. And we can't give grant money to everyone who applies, but I am hoping that everyone walks away more confident and clear in what they're building in their business. And I, I feel like that, that's something we can give everyone who applies. And I hope they have that experience. Yeah, I certainly did. So we want to direct women there. But one thing we like to do, Crystal Lee, with the episode is end with a do something challenge. So going back to our main thesis of choose your own path and go at your own pace. What is one small way women can do something to take action on that? So one thing to, that women can do to go at their own pace to progress towards a big goal is to literally write it down, literally write it down, whether that's in your journal or just a piece of blank paper. And then underneath it, write yourself some touch point or milestone steps to get there. And you could have it be at the bottom. Here's me now. And at the top, here's me with a master's degree or my secret garden for me or, yeah. or for you, your full-time income. 
what are some of the touch points realistically that you would need to have between right now to where you want to be? What what do those look like? Just so you're thinking through what those are, because often if we don't write it down, we might not recognize it when it mm-hmm. comes. Yeah. Like we might we might not recognize when those doors open for us and it's been helpful for me to write down where I want to be and what are the steps to get there. It helps me have something of a path that I can follow for myself. Fantastic. And you know what? If they're like me, they're going to resist that because it just seems like, <laughs> well, that's going to take so much work. But here's here's the little boost I want to give them. That We do a kick in the pants here too. Um, <laughs> just do it. But do it with an energy of excitement instead of pressure. I think it helps me if I'm trying to really break big things down like that, to just do it with this like feeling of possibility and curiosity and excitement rather than dread and overwhelm and pressure. And and you can use markers or crayons so that it's colorful because sometimes with a pen or a pencil, it feels more serious. I use markers all the time and I often will use giant post-it notes because then I feel like I can doodle and play and it's more fun. Like you said, and it doesn't feel like drudgery. It's it's me imagining what we imagine we can create. Beautiful. Well, Crystalie, I'm so grateful for you. Where should people go who want to follow you? We're on Instagram at The Mama Ladder and and I'm also on LinkedIn for those who are big LinkedIn people. That's actually where I put most of my sharing energy these days is on LinkedIn. So, yeah. yeah. And are you at the mama ladder there or under Crystal Lee Beck? Um, my, my own personal name. Yeah, Crystal Lee Beck. We have company pages, but I'm really focused on kind of my own brand there. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for being here. I, I really appreciate you and your work and your friendship. I'll right back at you, Monica. You've taught me so much too. Thank you. I hope this episode gave you the hug and kick in the pants you need to grow. I'll now share the progress pointers from this episode. These are the notes I took so you don't have to, and those on my newsletter get them in a graphic form each week. You can sign up at aboutprogress.com slash newsletter. Number one, it's a lose-lose when we compare our growth with other people. Instead, we can harness the power of choosing to be okay with our own path and our own pace. Number two, consider how your time, resources, and timeline can help you set your own path and give you flexibility to set a realistic pace and be okay with that pace. Number three, With each seasonal shift, both literal and figurative, create your own ideal week on repeat. And number four, when you consider how to move towards a task, a project, or a goal, ask yourself, what is the highest and best use of my, then fill in the blank with your time, energy, money, or anything else. Your do something challenge for this week is to write down a big goal and then break it down into touch points. And I'm just going to, again, give you that kick in the pants here to just do it, but do it with that feeling of excitement and curiosity that we talked about in the episode with Crystal Lee. 
Thank you so much for being here. I want to again just remind you about the Tricks and Treats Night that we are trying to have happen all across our community. You can get your free party packet that will help you host that gathering at aboutprogress.com slash tricks and treats. And make sure you listen to the bonus episode on that just a few weeks back. It really will help you break it down and also give you some examples of doable tricks that I shared in that episode. Did you think of someone while you were listening to the show today that you thought, man, they would really like this? make sure you text them about this episode. And if there was something you loved in particular for this show, I would I would love to hear about it in a rating and review, especially on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much for being here. Now go and do something with what you learned today. You have your own business that has been very successful. And this is where my brain is going crazy, comma, is it just comma? Copywriters. Yeah, comma copywriters. Yeah, you okay. Did. So comma, we call it comma too. So comma's great. Okay. So comi- comma copywriters. And now <laughs> thank you. I know it's that's that's hard for me. It's one of those things. I'm not a great speaker either. <laughs> like literal speaker. Um seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.